0: Hola cabronas y cabrones, it's Ashanti, Ada, and Fran, and you're listening to episode one of our Cabronas y Café podcast. Today we will be introducing ourselves as well as introducing our podcast, how we came around to creating it, as well as what to expect. In addition, we will be addressing some COVID drama we had with a well-known influencer in the LGBTQ plus community. So preparen sus tacitas and let's get ready for La Café Caliente. Okay guys, so. All
1: right, well
2: we got that out the way. We got that out of the way. (laughs) That
1: feels legit.
2: (laughs) I know it does feel legit. Oh my God, you did so good and that was just one run. Thank Thank
1: you. you. All right, so (laughs) we want to start off with (laughs) introducing ourselves so uh, Shanti, you can go first. Mm
0: -hmm. All right, so I'm Ashanti, I think that's obvious. I live in Southern California, I'm Latina, we're all Latina, I am 22, I'm in college, um, on the road to be a lawyer, so that's really cool, and um, I'm Mexican, Salvadorian, Ecuadorian, and Guatemalan, I forget sometimes, (laughs) and uh, fun fact, if you can't see the resemblance, Fran and I are related, Um, but I think that's pretty much all I have to say, you know, just fun little, little facts about me.
2: You want to go next, Ava? Hey, cabronas y cabrones. It's me, Ava. I'm a 28-year-old psychology major. ex Shop extraordinaire. Okay, honey. Mm. I am one of Ashanti and Fran's best friends. We've been knowing each other for how long now? For, for a few
0: years. Two for years. A few years.
2: I would say it's honestly coming around like 10 years now that we've been knowing each other. Um, somebody very interesting introduced us all. <laughs> that's gonna be a story for another day <clears throat> I'm Latina I'm Mexican and Colombian I am super proud to be Latina first generation yeah and I'm gonna yeah, pass it over to Fran so she can introduce herself all
1: right thank you Ala and Shanti. um so I'm Fran I am 26 um and you know Sean Sterry gave the rundown of like the background, so I'm basically all that. Uh, <laughs> being that related. And I'm pretty much everything that everyone hates. I am not only gay, I'm not only masculine presenting, I'm also vegan. And yeah, so I would say I could say that with confidence that, that those are things that are kind of hated at times. But otherwise, I still stay strong through it. I feel like that's just my character, not only in looks and just who I am um and yeah I'm a graphic designer I've been working with this one company for over four years now uh yeah just uh, hoping I can move up to see things whether that's there whether that's ever anywhere else but yeah it's a little bit about me
0: all right cool so do we want to talk about or I think we should talk about like you know why we started this podcast you know like and what to expect mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to let someone else take take it from here. Like, tell me why we started this podcast. Okay. I,
2: I can do that. So uh, just a little um, backstory as to why we started Cabronas y Café is because of our drama that we got into with a well-known um, influencer of the LGBTQ plus community. And we were in a group chat on Instagram and we were basically just kind of like sharing back and forth um, our experience of calling a certain influencer out for, you know, going on not only one but two vacations and still partying during this pandemic that um, we're still in, even though I know we are progressing and finally (sighs) coming out of the pandemic. And I know a lot of us are getting vaccinated, but, you know, We felt like as an influencer, you still have the due due diligence to, you know, um, be an influencer to your community, you know? Um, And I'm sorry, but I feel like um, the three of us all agreed that, you know, she wasn't doing that. I know we all make mistakes. We all mess up. But in a time like this, I feel like um, eyes are really, really on you. And it's just there's really no excuse there's really no excuse yeah
0: and honestly like sorry to piggyback off that I feel like that's also like the the point of our podcast is to talk about things like this right like not just this one issue but issues in general especially issues that we feel like aren't being talked about enough I feel like that's really you know at least for me that's like my my thing like I would love to do you know of course we're going to talk about you know, serious things or drama, but we're also going to talk about fun stuff and, you know, memories and just a bunch of different things. So I think, you know, that definitely, you know, calling that out, I think is going to be a lot of like what we're doing. And not like in a negative way, but in like, in a way where it's like educational, right? Like informative. Um, so I definitely, I, I definitely think that the little drama that we're going to get into later definitely kickstarted that. Fran, do you have anything to add?
1: yeah i mean so all that but also i feel like just as a group we like vibe so well and i mean we've been yeah. through a lot experienced a lot together and it, you mm-hmm. know at times it can be very serious at times it's hilarious i feel like we should have had our own tv show <laughs> like that's just how honestly you know, how fun <laughs> we are yeah and just really how i feel like we're interesting people i don't i don't think that's like cocky to say i think you know we each have like interesting uh viewpoints and i'm hoping that you know as we go through these episodes, uh, people can take something from it, learn something from it. Cause I think we all have different, um, sorts of like, you know, libraries of knowledge in our brains. So yeah, I think this is gonna, this is gonna turn out to be like a really, really cool project. And I'm looking forward to what we like what comes from it. But yeah.
0: So like, you know, talking about our experiences and, you know, issues going on pretty much everything but the overall atmosphere is to you know be like the theas in your life you know chismeando you know talking about whatever so we're going to be talking about important issues but sometimes it's just going to be straight up cheese man. I'm gonna be honest that we're just going to talk so if you guys like that you know you guys can tune in and every Monday we're going to be um posting new episodes and we're just going to literally be talking about anything and everything in between there's no there's no there's no limits here okay like We're going to be as real, as raw as possible, filling all the coffee beans on anything. And, um, you know, I'm just I'm really excited. I know uh, that you're really excited, too. Mm -hmm. I think we're all just really excited. Like Fran said, like we vibe so well. And I feel like we have such good conversations that like a podcast is just something that just seemed right to do. So I really hope that people enjoy what we have, you know, in the like in store For the future, and you know, yeah, just tune into our show, our fun little show that we have going on here.
1: I just want to add, like, one other thing, like, on the top of you know, kind of where this was like, how this was born, and like how we thought of this idea with the whole you know, influencer drama. I think, like, yeah, the main thing was just having like, a platform to call them out on. Because especially with this particular person, as we get into it, or when we get into it, like, it's it's just the kind of person that a lot of people probably don't want to call out because of a lot of the good that she's done. And so it's hard to see the bad interactions. Um, so I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I could say as of now, like, I can't think of any video that's called her out on that stuff yet or um podcast or you know any other really posts other than like you know whatever interactions that um or at least not interactions but um things that I saw under the comments with a particular post that she had um but anyways I don't want to get too deep into it because I know we're going to be talking about it but yeah that like is the important thing of this platform is just being able to talk about like deeper issues like that and have a space Mm -hmm. not only like us talk about it but like when when we have like the audience just have them interact with us too and like give their thoughts like and that's the really cool part about the podcast is that it can grow into um many many things um we can have many sort of little like segments in this you know if somebody wanted to like call in or if someone wanted to kind of leave a voice message or something and just be a part of the show like just we want you to know that this isn't just for us like this is for you guys too so um Mm -hmm. just want you to feel like part of the family and part of the cheeseman
0: yeah, honestly, for real, like we want other people to be part of this. Um, sorry, I I know I'm like taking over, but like for me, like one of like my biggest goals for for the podcast, for our podcast, is for people to be able to relate to us. You know, I feel like, especially now, you know, with social media, we're so surrounded by perfection. It's kind of hard to relate to people, especially people with platforms and influencers in general. And I feel like if we could be those people where. Someone could be like, oh, my God, like, did we live the same childhood? Or, oh, my God, like, I went through something similar. I think I would love for someone, you know, whether it's like two people, two million people to feel that way. For me, like, personally, someone that's like that for me is actually Adrian Bylon. Like, you know, like, I feel like I relate a lot to her. So I would love for us to be, you know, whether it's me or Fran or Ada, like, anyone to relate to any of us. I think that would be really cool, you know, to kind of be like a safe space, you know, this is for everyone, you know, not just if you're Latino, not if you're just LGBTQ plus, like just anyone that, you know, feels like you can relate to our content or like, you know, you like our content. I think that for me is like definitely something important
2: too, so. It definitely is. And I just also wanted to add like, you know, This is a safe place for the LGBTQIA community, but not just the LGBTQIA community, but even communities beyond the LGBTQIA community. This is a safe space for who you are, for who you want to be. I think as three individuals who are the three of us are first generation Latinos, we do share a lot of similarity similarities with other people of color, with other, you know, PLC communities, with other, you know, um races and nationalities that are historically you know what is that word I'm looking for that are historically oppressed you know you marginalized so, exactly and marginalized and you know so I feel like we all share a lot of the same struggles we've been through a lot of the same things um, and also what I feel is really cool about our podcast is that, you know, even though Fran and I are both part of the LGBTQIA community and we have that, you know, LGBTQ plus perspective, I think it's really cool that Ashanti is, a, you know, a heteronormative person with a heteronormative perspective on things. And I'm going to say this, that even though Fran and I are both, you know, identify as lesbians, um, you know we both still share very different views and opinions on certain things when it does come to the community you know mm-hmm. so i feel like that's that's really really cool something really really cool about our podcast and who we are as individuals
0: for sure different perspectives um yeah different views and i feel like that's important i think that's what makes it more fun than just just me doing it or just Fran doing it is that, you know, we have different voices, different opinions, different perspectives that I feel, you know, um, is important and that people need to hear a little bit more of, so.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right, should we get into the hot topic now of talking about yeah. Amherst closet? I feel like we've done, we have... We have so much footage for, like, the introduction. This is so exciting.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Frank, <laughs> did you want to start talking about it, since you were the one that brought it up? hmm Yeah. Um, so... Like, the background.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, think, yeah. 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 Okay. So, just to get you all familiar with who we are going to talk about with this uh, influencer drama that we've been kind of, like, poking at or hinting at... Um, By his closet, Um, and I don't know what she's been around since like 2012 or so. I want to say maybe, maybe early. I'm not sure, but um, she's a she's she's mainly known from YouTube, the YouTube uh, LGBTQIA space. Um, She's already amassed by this time like 710,000 followers on her subscribers on her YouTube. And uh, on Instagram, she has three hundred ninety-three thousand followers. Um, so, yeah, basically, she has a shit ton of followers. And she, you know... Uh, I feel like she's, she's, she's been pretty su- successful, Successful, and she continues to be. So, the the way I kind of found out about kind of what went down um, was actually through her story. Initially, she had posted this thing where... One second, let me pull this up. Um... She had posted on her story, if y'all want to unfollow me, because I decide to travel live my life, please do. Love you. Bye. And this is just in February. Like, this wasn't, like, a year before the pandemic. This wasn't, like, a month before it. Like, this was literally last month. Um, coming up, actually, just on the month. So when I saw it, I was like, hold up, what? And then I go, you know, it's your post. Um her page and i'm looking at well we know why are people giving her shit what's going on here and then i found out that she had traveled to uh, to mexico uh with a bunch of people not not just like herself and not just like she stayed somewhere like she went to mexico with a bunch of people she went to a club she posted about all this and yet you know was so disrespectful to the fact that people were upset like people were just simply upset like they were just showing their emotional like a lot of people have been affected with this pandemic in in so many different ways and for you to just disregard that or just like shake that off like it meant nothing like that's weird so yeah just want to hear your guys' thoughts on that i know ashanti ashanti had an interesting interaction and uh uh i want to say you also had some interesting interactions so yeah just uh whoever wants to go first i'm gonna let ada take it because i know she's
0: just waiting she has The clip loaded, so let it go, girl, let
2: it go. I've I've been waiting. So the person, as Fran said, that we were talking about is Amber's Closet. Now, I've been following Amber's Closet maybe since, like, I want to say, like, 2013. So at that point, she's already been on, you know, on YouTube for about a year. She's, you know, as Fran said, she's amassed a following of over 700,000 followers on YouTube, over three hundred thousand followers on Instagram, and with a combined total, that's what she's almost at a million, or at a million, over a million, you know, and people who she's She's also, sorry, let me check that.
1: She's also thirty-five years old. Let's not let's not forget that thirty-five. Right? Oh, no, no. I, did 35. That.
2: I did not know that. I no, I don't know. I thought she was like forty-seven.
1: Oh, I don't know if that's accurate, but I found it on, like, those, like, weird bio things on, like, the internet, so this could yeah, be totally like, wrong, but I know yeah. she's,
2: like, around 30, though. Whoa, okay. I did not know she was that old, but not that, not that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's 35 and acting like that, that's what I'm gonna say. Um, so, anyways, to get back, so, like I said, I found Amber's closet maybe when of oh, 2013, I was like 20, turning 21. Um, so that you know, it was quite a long time ago, and I was finding myself, you know, who I was as a person, my sexuality, you know, because I was still, you know, very confused, um, especially coming from, you know, the background that I came from. I know many of you know, if you're first generation, Latino, whatever, um, Asian, whatever minority you may be, you know being gay as a minority is very hard, and coming out to your family is extremely difficult, so I was kind of finding who I was, and I found Amber's videos, and by mistake, honestly, like, I was just like, oh, she looks interesting, so I clicked on one of her videos, I don't know, she was talking about how, you know, she started a YouTube channel, whatever, this, is and that, I liked her, so I subscribed to her channel, I'm now unsubscribed for quite some time because I'm like that I'm wishy-washy I'm a little wishy-washy bitch when it comes to subscribe subscribing to YouTube channels I'm not gonna lie I know a lot of people are like that so don't clock me okay boo (laughs) anyways um so then come like 2016 or 2017 I went out on a date on a tinder date and I so happened to get ditched by my tinder date they went to the restroom. By the way, we were at a very popular lesbian club in West Hollywood. And I believe it was one of, uh, what is her name? Michelle, just having fun. If you're gay and you live in LA, you already know who this person is. Okay, went to, went to one of her events. because she had the most, she had the most poppin' lesbian nights. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, so... Um, I get ditched, and ironically, I bump into one of Fran's Fran's exes at the club, and we hung out, whatever, then kind of towards the end of the night, we went our separate ways, because I had met this girl, and she totally saved the night, and she so happened to be one of Amber's friends, because I was like, oh my god, there's Amber's closet over there, and um, where we were, this, like, lesbian club like where they have these events is two stories so the first story is like the outside patio and the second story is like the inside where like the dance floor is you get drinks whatever and then there's like a back section but we see Amber well I see Amber I spot her I see Amber in the little downstairs patio area and I'm like oh my god that's Amber and she was like oh yeah she was like I'm here with her, like, that's my friend, like, I've known her for a while, and then this person actually started, like, kind of telling me some stuff about Amber, some personal stuff that obviously I'm not going to, like, divulge on the internet, because I'm not the type of person, but um, I was just like, whoa, like, damn, that's crazy, she's like, yeah, go over there, like, go up to her, like, give her a hug, like, you know, she's really cool, and I went up to her, and sure enough, she was the sweetest, most genuine, like, person who I have met, who is, you know, was a YouTuber influencer at that time. She was just, what can I say? I had I have nothing really bad to say about my experience with her. Like, you know, meeting her and whatnot. And I was just like, damn, like, I can't believe, like, she gave, like, Amber came in and, like, gave me the biggest hug you know, and was like, oh, my God, thank you for being, like, one of my supporters, and I'm glad, you know, blah, 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 we exchanged some words, and, yeah, and then a couple years go by, and 2020 hits, the pandemic, the pandemia, the coronavirus, hits, and, <laughs> girl, the drama, the drama, Okay. The drama that has ensued. <laughs> the drama of twenty twenty girl. What can I say? Twenty twenty one as well, because we're in twenty
1: twenty one right now. Um, yeah, COVID wasn't just infecting; it was all the drama too with it. All time. And
0: <sighs> let me segue into how I fit into this, <laughs> um, and where the drama real really is, right? So. I honestly did not who, know who this girl was because I'm not. I mean, like I, I like I don't really know a lot of like LGBTQ plus like influencers besides like the basics that everyone knows. You know, you got RuPaul and Anderson Cooper, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know like a lot of like, known. <laughs> I don't really know like a lot of known um, LGBTQ influencers. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> he was the first. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> oh Me and my I'm smokers sorry. cough.
0: <laughs> I suck. Um, but I'm obvi- obviously an ally. Um, you know, Fran and I usually go to Pride every year together. Um, but yeah, so I didn't know who Amber's closet was. And Fran had sent this. She's like, dude, look at this person. Like, And I was like, who is this? I was like, okay. And yeah, she was like parting it up in Tulum, Mexico. And with, uh, like, Fran said, like, a huge group of people, like, a ridiculous amount of people, you know, Um, and I kind of started reading through the comments, and I didn't see a lot of negative comments, and I'll get to why that is, Um, but then Fran, like, also said, like, yeah, she was saying, telling people, like, I'm just living my best life, like, don't judge how I'm living, and it's, you know, there's a difference between, Living your best life and living without limits, you know, within reason, like we're, we're in a freaking pandemic. So that is going to be looked at a little bit different. You know, you can't be that irresponsible, especially with the following, which I didn't even know she had 700,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is alarming because it's like, I'm pretty sure she probably put this footage up on YouTube. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure on Instagram. (laughs) because um I'll get into that but yeah so I didn't know who she was and then this whole thing happened and I was like okay this like got me hot because I've noticed a lot of influencers saying they're like oh my god like COVID is so hard like I feel you it's like girl you were just in another country like a couple days ago in your private jet in your this and that And it's just like, no, you don't know what it's like. And I understand, you know, because you have been in this pandemic for like a year, you feel the need to get away. Like you feel like you're suffocated, right? Because you're at home all the time. For me, I'm just at home or I'm at work or like Target if I need to go. But, um, you know, if you really need to take a break that bad, you should have just gone to Airbnb in the same city or like in the same state and then just like been there. That's like the safest thing you can do, honestly. Um, I mean, that's what I do with my boyfriend. Like we... We like we wanted to get away, but obviously we're not going to travel. So we literally went like 40 minutes away and stayed somewhere. So you know, it's it was just super irresponsible. So of course, like you know, I'm a cheese small and I'm like looking through, and I'm like, oh girl, like this the the story. It was just all bad. So I comment and I was like, oh for sure, like I forget exactly what I said. Frank can put up the screenshots. Um because I can't read them off my phone because I'm, I'm recording from my phone. But I said something along the lines of, um, oh sure, in fact, all my people, you know, we're in a pandemic. Basically telling her like, you're putting all these people in Mexico at risk because it's like the pandemic is really bad over there. You know, a lot of people can't get vaccines and it's just so bad. And um, I don't know Fran, if you mentioned this, but like they weren't even wearing masks either. Like it was very seldom that I saw them wearing masks in in the stories or anything. Um, in the pictures or whatever. So she had and I'm really quick, okay. Cause when I'm starting to get into because like look, I'm a little instigator, okay. Like I said, I want to be a lawyer, okay? I do like to argue. I'm a Taurus, I'm hard headed, and that's all I am. It's fun for me. So I'm quick. If someone gets back to me with a comeback, I'm quick with screen screenshotting it for, for any reason. So she had responded and she was just like, oh my God, you're such a freaking weirdo. And then I put the laughing emoji. She's like, you just want attention. OMG, leave me alone. And I was just like, first of all, the response from now, now I, I found out that she's a 35 year old is like alarming. Cause that sounds like something like a 12 year old would say like, oh my God, like leave me alone. Like, dude, you couldn't come up with any better comeback, like at all. So I screenshotted it and I was getting ready to reply. And then I realized, That she had blocked me. She blocked me on Instagram. So I have not been able to see like what she's been up to or whatever. But she freaking blocked me. And I was like, girl, I don't even have a thousand followers. Like, and that's why I didn't see any negative comments, is because she's been deleting them or blocking the people. And it's just, it's just, it just was irritating because I saw all these comments like, yes, like live your best life, happy birthday. And it's like, do none of you care about this current situation right now? Like, do do none of you guys care about going to a different country and putting all these people at risk for your enjoyment? And then on top of that, telling people, basically gaslighting them, honestly, telling them that they're crazy or they're weird and um, whatever, like, because, like, you know, you were wrong. And then... Um Fran had and this is where it, just, it gets from bad to worse and ugly. So Fran had sent uh, I think it was like a it was an Instagram video or a reel um of one of her little friends and they were feeding the homeless on Skid Row. After well, this
1: the before, before before getting into that I just want to note that they had shot that some like weeks prior. I found that out later on but I mean, oh, I think okay. it is still relevant because it does, like, I don't know, like, I feel like it was just such good timing. This is extra, I mean, I'm I'm probably stretching this if, like, by saying, like, maybe she knew she had to have something kind of, like, in place so that, you know, once she travels and she does all this stuff and she gets a little backlash, she can then have this video out with her friend and not have it as bad. It just, that's mm-hmm. a, it might be a stretch, you know? Call me fucking crazy, call me, like, a fucking conspiracy theorist, but that's just my
2: idea go ahead I want to add something okay like you said Fran we don't know if this was planned or calculated but I'm gonna just say this right now calculated maybe but the fact that she posted it the friend posted it the next day it's looking a little fishy A little calculated, a little premeditated, you know what I'm saying? It's just not a very good look. We like I said, this I just want to let everybody know. Okay. Opinions are not facts. Opinions our opinions our our own thoughts and what we think and how we feel. We're not telling anybody how they should feel about something, but the three of us did discuss how it was really, really interesting how the friend did post that the next day or like the following like two days after that a little it's just a little fishy yeah, why and- why would you post that you know what i'm saying eh, and eh, I, I don't know it's just looking like i said hella 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 premeditated you got
1: your you got your sherlock holmes on you're like hold up something's <laughs> off about these like but yeah i also want to add to yeah. like on her story like i didn't save these and i i mean i probably should have but i know for a fact that she was commenting on it she's like oh you know people just want to hate you and bring you down again this isn't word for it i'm just kind of like trying to remember what she said but it was essentially that like she was just like going at it like talking about how you know these people like they just want to bring down your energy and like you know she's not going to allow that blah, blah blah but not really talking about the importance of why people were mad like, she always left that out. In anything she replied to, she left that out. And that was my, my biggest concern with all of this. Cause yeah, like I like like uh, I said, like, growing up, like I was somebody that I looked up to. It was a lot of, um, there was a lot of tough things that I went through and YouTube was always out one uh, one place, that safe place that I can go to and just feel free to relate to people, especially as we go to QIA people um, et cetera, et cetera, like, I just knew that was my safe place, and we're playing the top of the list of the people that I watched, and so when I saw this go down, like, and let me just say this, like, we're not trying to put a bad name on her, we're not trying to, you know, disrespect her in any way, it's just a very, uh, adult calling out, right, like, this isn't meant to be immature, like, and if somehow she sees the clips of this, and that's on her, like, that's how she's seeing it, but, we're not trying to. We're not trying to like, hey like ruin your yeah, name, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, we're not trying to do any of that. Like, and you can call us weirdos or whatever you want. But the point of this is that you messed up, and you didn't talk about, like, you didn't really expand on much rather than just like calling people names or like saying that they're crazy. Like, I actually want to pull up another um, screenshot that I have saved, but. Another thing, and I know this is huge, and I, I want to hear what you guys thought about this. But um, she had given, uh, or she had posted, she posted a story, story, uh, a DM, thing from a, I want to say a guy. I don't want to like misgender by. I assume I think it was a guy from what I remember. Um, and this guy DM'd her saying, "I've been thinking. I have been thinking to unfollow. My mom is literally going to die of COVID." I still decided to follow because you do use your, your platform to educate, although you're using your platform as an influencer to influence irresponsible behavior. Sorry, the, the grammar is a little weird on this. Um, you posting this, though, is a whole different level of disrespect for us who can't afford to travel due to being high-risk. You are basically saying you don't care how high-risk folks feel, unfollowing. This is a whole different level of disrespect. Influencers are truly showing how selfish and evil they are. And again, this is a screenshot with her story. So she put some extra text on top of it saying, This is the shit I have to deal with. I'm sorry, but you throw your life onto others and blame them. And you also can't tell others how to live their life. So,
2: yeah. Fran, There's I'm that. so glad. I am so glad you brought this up because when I saw that she had posted a private DM that somebody had sent her, okay, expressing how they felt their own feelings, and she blasted them to her over 300,000 followers called him out and had a shady disrespectful reply all the respect I ever had for Amber totally went out of the closet girl it went boom it said goodbye it said sayonara honestly when she posted that I said wow This follower who genuinely obviously cares about you and still cares about your image is reaching out to you and letting you know, hey, the choices you're making, the choices that you and your friends are making, I'm really disappointed in you, you know, like and like, you know, like I said, just to blast him like that and just have the response of don't throw your life on me. No, he's not throwing his life on you. He's not saying that that his mother dying of COVID, that him being high risk and I'm so sorry if this person ever listens to this podcast, you never said your pronouns. So I'm just assuming right now that they are he, them, I mean, he and him. So um, if you ever listen to this, feel free to reach out to us and let us know what your pronouns are. But, um, you know, letting her know like, hey, like I'm high risk, like I would love to, you know, travel to Mexico but the point of him saying this to her is hey be responsible all of us are sitting at home being responsible you need to be responsible too just because you're an influencer this this and that and furthermore just because Mexico is open for travel doesn't make it okay for you to go and potentially spread a virus to the people of Tulum which may I mention may I mention that Tulum is about two or three hours outside of Cancun. It's a remote a remote jungle town where access to healthcare is harder to get to than <clears throat> most parts of Mexico where there's a big metropolitan city. You know what I mean? First of all, I mean we're Latinas, we're all part Mexican, you know, we've all been to Mexico getting healthcare, trying to get to healthcare, proper healthcare in Mexico from a lot of the ranchos and this, this and that, whatever, it's difficult. It's very difficult. A lot of people drive two, three hours to go into the city to see the doctor. So if you're, imagine if you're in Mexico and you're somebody who works at a resort or, you know, who's in the hospitality business that it's in a, you know, tourist area of Mexico and you have COVID, and you can't breathe you're most likely gonna pass away on that car ride to get to a hospital to get medical attention you know so it's like hey just it's just it's about being a good person and doing what is right dude and owning up to your shit. just own it dude like honestly we've all made mistakes we're not perfect we are human but this is the thing that separates <clears throat> a lot of people is most people don't know how to own up to their mistakes which is really really unfortunate that is something that you unfortunately is not taught it is learned it has taken me a really long time i can say this because i've learned from my experiences i own everything that i have ever been i have made some poor choices in the past as a kid as a preteen as a young adult I have made said things that I deeply regret but you know what I own them I own them I can't take them back all I can do is apologize and move on and grow from those experiences
0: Mm -hmm. that's true I honestly don't think you could have said it any better and you know to speak my piece like it's really disturbing that she said that to someone, like you said, like someone who seemed to care a lot about her image and came to her and he didn't even um, come to her in a disrespectful way. You know, he came with her, came to her like with the facts and stating how he felt as someone who was directly affected from COVID. And that's the thing, it's, you know, I don't even want to, like, I can't even honestly say people have to be affected by COVID to care about COVID because I've honestly seen it myself where people haven't affected by COVID either they had it or family members had it or died from it and they're still hosting parties they're still going out I have not went out to eat at a restaurant in a year literally since like last February I think because I just I don't really care to risk it you know and this just it's just the whole, the whole situation is just so ugly. And again, like, you know, the emphasis on this is, is, is her, her platform, her influence, you know, like you guys said, she did a lot for the LGBTQIA plus community and she was, she was someone that you guys looked up to and she was a person that, you know, had good intentions. And like, and like Fran said earlier, like we're not trying to bash her. We're not trying to cancel her. None of that. It's just plain calling her out and, and realizing and, knowing that your platform matters and what you say matters and also what you say can be recorded can be screenshotted so you got to really be careful with how you handle situations like this especially like I said like I mean we're in a pandemic you can't you like read the room basically is all I'm trying to say is read the room you know like you can using the whole people love to put their lives on me with how your life is and it's just like but see this is the thing is like a situation like this is where the consideration of others matters you know this isn't just something where you know she she's like wearing something or whatever and people are telling her things no this is the well-being of herself her friends and other people especially other people in a foreign country like Alice said it's super super hard to get medical care there it's it's really ugly out there honestly so just this whole thing it was just it was just tasteless you know it was just it was just not a good look for her I hope that you know she learns from it and like you know if for some reason she comes across this like again we're not trying to come at you we're not trying to bash you it's just like we just want you to realize like how you were very wrong in what you said your actions and how you handled it because it was bad enough that you went out here partying you know in a different country with a huge group of people no masks or anything but also the way you handled it was super immature and you know like as I said like owning up to your shit matters like I feel like I do a pretty good job about that like I, I would like I'm the first person to be like hey I did this wrong, like, I'm sorry, you know, this and that, especially at work, like, that's the kind of person I am, and, like, people know that, like, I always own up to my shit, and because at the end of the day, it's, like, it's gonna come out anyways, and you might as well own up to it and speak your truth and your peace about it versus, like, just coming at people that feel away about it, you know what I mean? So that's just really how I feel about the whole thing. It was just tasteless. and
2: gross
1: yeah oh sorry did you want to say something
2: um I just wanted to add that you know like Ashanti said it was tasteless gross read the room exactly read the room but not only that but you know if you have this I don't give a fuck attitude then why would you go and do damage control Why would you block and delete comments, girl? I've never seen somebody block and delete comments quicker than Amber was blocking and deleting comments on that Instagram post.
1: And like a sport,
2: exactly. And the fact that Amber still has those posts up the video compilation, I believe Fran said on her Instagram, because honestly. I don't give a fuck to go out and see what's going on on her Instagram page. I'm pretty sure I'm blocked, <clears throat> you know. So just it's just tasteless. It really is. It's tasteless, and you know if this doesn't go, this this doesn't doesn't just go for Amber's closet. This goes for any influencer that went on a vacation, any celebrity influencer that still party during the pandemic. You know, having the I'm above you type of attitude and I'm, you know, I'm exempt from, you know, the stay at home order type of attitude because I have money and you don't type of attitude is what just really did it for me, you know. So, no, I don't care how much money you have in the bank. I don't care what you think your status is. I don't care what you think your celebrity status is either. You're just like, any one of us before you had that status, sweetheart, you were a normal person. So eat some humble pie and sit your ass down. Stay at home.
1: Yes, that part. And that is all <laughs> period. Um yeah, I think that's <laughs> like a good transition into like the the point that I really want to make here is like, yeah, like we are calling you out. Uh you know, because I feel like you can go and edit your posts or whatever to make yourself look a certain way. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, like I think, you know, Ashanti mentioned, mentioned, like, things live on the internet forever. People will catch up, shit feel like that. And especially being that big of an influencer, like, you can't get away with it. And I feel like that's like, that's slimy. Because then when you do that, like, you think you can get away with it. You think you can delete these things. And then, like, people won't notice or something. But that's far from the truth. Um, and then uh, Ara, you made, like, a, you know, a valid point as well. Like, this isn't just for her um but for all other influencers and i don't even will say that but like her friends or and family i'm assuming too that went with like that come on like none of like not one person in that group like wanted to speak up and say like oh yeah like this isn't a good idea like and maybe i'm assuming too hard here but it's just like you got too much too many yes men around you like people that aren't going to call you on your shit and i feel like those aren't good friends, you know? Uh, Like, how does not one of them, like, speak up and say something like, if I know I saw a homie doing that kind of shit, which I have, I have seen a lot of my friends do that, um, like, when I get to see them in person, be like, hey, I saw you kind of, like, doing all this stuff, like, what's up with that, man? Like, I thought you were trying to be safe, like, trying to, like, you know, and they can say they're trying to live their life and all that stuff, but I know we're good friends. Uh, We're we're such good friends to the point that no disagreement like that is gonna ever separate us, and, like, they would hear me out, uh, you know, and vice versa, like, when we talk it out, but just like the fact that you had no one in your life that can do that, like, especially being as big as you are, like that, that sucks. Like really rethink who you have in your life. Like, cause you're just gonna continue to get into shit like this. Like you need someone good, like that really tells it like it is. <clears throat> cause like, I mean, Ashanti and Ala are just like that to me. So like, I know that I'm not gonna be doing no dumb shit. And if I do dumb shit, they'll be the first to call me out. But um, yeah, like, yeah, with that said, uh, I did want to like pull up one more um, screenshot that I had. Um, and this was actually... Um, uh, a re- I, uh, I replied to a comment that was posted that ended up getting deleted, surprisingly. Um, so this person, I'm not going to say their, their username, but I actually ended up reaching out to them and saying, hey, like, I just want to say thank you for calling Amber out. Like, I know she's been deleting a lot of your fucking comments and shit. They never replied back, but I just wanted to say my thanks. So this person knows who they are, because I'm gonna read it as a, um, as a YouTuber with as big of a following as yours, I would expect much more than this. You visited Tulum and Miami, I'll forget that, during a global pandemic, maskless amongst, amongst your friends, while many people haven't been able to see their families for almost a year. Regardless if you got tested before the trip, it's the moral code behind it that I wish you and other influencers could respect. While I enjoyed your content for years, I cannot with good conscience support you and your reckless practices. Do better, this is unacceptable. Then I went ahead and replied, preach. Uh, I'm a fan of hers, but watching this has been hard. Uh, I've experienced family members uh, getting COVID even passed from it, and it tore me apart. I don't care how much money I have, but I would never travel or constantly go out massless like this, regardless if the pandemic has impacted me or not, just out of respect for others and our loved ones. But hey, I guess the content comes first emoji so you know i just that's what i find so odd about all this is like you throw away all your morals just for some content just to like show people what you're doing you're li- you living your life like that just seems like i'm sorry like that's just such a like like i don't know uh it's like an ad- like it sounds like you're addicted to doing that kind of stuff like you can say fuck off to everything else and like your morals and stuff just to get some content like um yeah I think before I go on, that's all I wanted to say. But what do you, what are your guys' thoughts on that?
0: I, uh, I mean, oh sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
2: <clears throat> I just wanted to say, you're absolutely right. Like content over morals, no morals over content, honey, any day. Hashtag stop the bullshit, stop the silly shit. Like honestly, like come on, like n- nobody. Nobody really understands anything. People as human beings, we have a really hard time understanding or relating to something that directly has yet to ha- has di- has yet to directly affect us in any way, you know? So until something directly affects you, something like big happens, unfortunately, you know. Then are people able to understand and relate to others who have gone through, who have suffered a loss, who are dealing with the consequences of coronavirus? You know what I mean? <clears throat> like all those now, like all these like conditions, like sicknesses that have come with the coronavirus because their immune system was fighting so hard to, you know, fight this, <clears throat> fight this coronavirus that now they have these, you know, terminal illnesses that's so unfortunate like just put yourself aside and be a, a genuine human being like sit down and actually look past yourself you know and I just feel like like I said as humans we all have a really hard time doing that sometimes I even have a hard time looking past myself you know without putting myself first before others but right now especially this is not a time to put yourself before anyone else. We all have to realize that we're all human. Just be kind.
0: Honestly, like, um, kind of going off that that I totally forgot to mention, and that I think Fran, you brought it to our attention, is like, well, before I got blocked, on her, on her captions for her trip to Mexico, she was, she was like. I forgot what she had said, but it kind of sounded like a mockery of the language, right? Like something along that that those lines. Yeah, I think she just um, so
1: like yeah, feliz Navidad or something like that.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, okay, well, it's your birthday. You say feliz cumpleaños. Okay, let's little Spanish lesson for today. That's the word of the day. Okay. Feliz cumpleaños. And um, and then like Ada was saying, like, as minorities, especially no one else is going to be looking out for us, realistically, right? And I understand this is a whole conversation. I'm not really going to try to get into it, but I just want to just briefly talk about it. You know, solidarity is a thing. I think we could definitely come to a point where Black community and POC community, I just want to also disclaim that those are two separate things. Um, Like, we can definitely be in solidarity with each other. And the carelessness that she showed Um, And again, it's not just her, it's been other people too, Um, but especially as a minority and as a double minority, or actually a triple minority, because she's, she's black, she's gay, and she's a woman, Um, you know, to show that carelessness to, to, to everyone else. And if I'm correct, I, I should have looked it up before, but I actually think COVID affects mostly minorities, or at least like the Hispanic and black community that I, that I know of. Um, but again, like you would have to fact check that, like, I'm not, don't quote me on that. But I know I remember reading something about that. And, um, you know, it really just all comes down to consideration, consideration of other people. And I totally get living your best life. I totally get, you know, wanting to be the best you and, you know, just live your life to the fullest. Especially now, I think with the pandemic, we kind of really realize that where it's like, life is really short. Life you really have to live it to the fullest but you also have to do it in mind of other people in a situation like this
1: and um yeah i mean that's pretty much it i mean like she should have been able to look at this and, and see all the wrong in it like i don't care if you're trying to live your life like you're making other people live in fear with your actions you know and even if it didn't seem that way with whatever restaurant you went or club you went and like even I even saw some of like let me just say this I saw some of the waiters and waitresses not wearing masks like it doesn't matter like it, it's not about that it's not about whether you got tested or not it's not about like oh I'm healthy it's not a it's not about that it's just about doing a simple thing it's about don't fucking travel you know you don't have to that's the thing it's like if you really wanted to do this why did you have to post about it that's weird that's weird to me like if you want to call people weirdos that's weird like how desperate are you for some attention like come on now, like you could have just done it in private if it was that deep, like, because then the thing is, it's like, if it's some some whatever random fucking Sally out there that's posting about this that doesn't have much followers, I'm not saying that she has, like, the, you know, like, the okay to do shit like this, but for someone with so many followers and posting stuff like that, and I'm assuming a lot of her followers are younger, like, they're gonna think that's okay to do, and to not listen to things, and to, because, you know, oh, like, well, if I just wanna party, then I can party. Like, that's the issue here, is, like, you have way too many eyes on this, and you still were so reckless, and that's mm-hmm. that's really shameful.
2: Exactly, and I yeah, just want to add something. Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ashanti.
0: Um, no, you can go ahead. You can go ahead.
2: <laughs> okay, I just also wanted to add, you know, <clears throat> just because you're traveling to a third world country, you know, and like I said, like I mentioned before, and just because you know we're not banned from going into your country, from going into another country, AKA Mexico, South America, Central America, doesn't mean that they don't have rules about wearing, not wearing a mask. Like I think Mexico does have like a mandatory mask law where you do have to wear a mask. Um. Fran you're probably gonna have to double check that for me but like just because you're in Mexico doesn't mean you can act reckless like no 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 no. you are a person from the United States entering another country and if you break the law you have basically no fucking rights you have no rights like, you, I believe, it's, like, you just have, like, one, like, you have, like, the bare minimum of a basic rights and basic human rights, which is just, like, rights to, like a, like, a trial and, like, you know, you can get a lawyer or whatever. Like, you can contact, like, you know, the consulate, the U.S. consulate, whatever. But, like, <clears throat> just do the right thing. Be a good person. You don't make fun of our beautiful language, okay? Do not make fun of our beautiful language. Don't you ever sit there and think that you can say something like uh-huh Navida Navidad and <clears throat> don't you ever sit there and think that you can make fun of anybody's native language even though you think it's funny our language is not the butt of a joke okay that really honestly irked me that irked me with a lot of other things too like making a mockery of our beautiful people our beautiful language, our beautiful country. Tulum is one of the most beautiful places in Mexico. And just to be disrespectful, mm, girl, you were all kinds of disrespectful up in our country. Please don't ever go back. We don't want you there.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I think the dogs dropped something. <laughs> My bad. Okay, start over. Um, but yeah, I really just want to address people's invincibility with COVID, right? It doesn't matter how active you are, or, you know, if you eat your servings of greens a day, like it can affect you, you know, it's just like, you know, something like cancer, where it's like, you can be the healthiest person in the world, but it could still affect you. And when, you know, with saying like, oh, well, we all got tested before. And, like, we tested, like, 30 times before because I actually saw, like, just to shed light like, on, like, someone else with the similar thing. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the music artist um, Mulatto. Sorry, I know that's... Girl, yes, that's, I like, love Mulatto. Actually, she's
2: changing her name.
0: Yes, she's changing her name. But I'll call her Big Lotto, but just so you guys know, that's what I'm talking about. Um, So she had a birthday party a couple months ago and she had so many people, they were sharing a bottle of like Don Julio or something. They were sharing a bottle, guys. Like mouth on mouth on mouth on mouth. Okay, in a pandemic, we're not wearing masks and it was very crowded. There was no social distancing because I've seen people host like family gatherings, but they were were, like social distance and they were still wearing masks. And it it wasn't even a lot of people, like maybe like 10 or less. But she had the whole club like crowding and this is in Atlanta I believe that's where she's from and she was just like oh no it's okay like everyone got tested and I forgot who else did that where they had like COVID testing at the party and then they went in but that's the thing though it's like you can test negative today but if you were in contact it's not going to show up until like a week or two later you know you could get rapid testing but it could not be accurate you really have to wait it out because the symptoms are gonna come, that's why they say like a two week quarantine, because you need to make sure that you don't have it. So it's just like, regardless whether you were tested before, tested after, tested during, every five minutes, it doesn't matter. Like, you ha- like people need to really stop thinking that this is something that just could never affect them and could never lead to, you know, anything. And with the vaccine coming, I've also noticed like a lot of people are like, well, you know, everyone's getting the vaccine now The, you know, the vaccine is is available for, for pretty much everyone. Like, we're totally going to have like a fun summer 2021. We're going to party. And it's just like, okay, but it's, you still need to take the precautions. It's like the flu, right? The flu shot. You can get the flu vaccine. You might not get the flu, but you still don't want to be next to someone that's like hacking up a lung sneezing on you because you could still get it it just you know heightens up your immunity to it right but it doesn't mean you're invincible against it so I think it's really important to say like you know even with the vaccine even with getting tested you know even people that have been following the rules still got COVID somehow so you know truly nobody is invincible no one is safe from it um in in terms of like it can never touch you because it, it could And um, I think it's just kind of scary that people kind of have that thought process now. And then, of course, influencers posting things about having parties and stuff, you know, making it seem like it's okay to be doing that and just the overall carelessness. But really, like it it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, you should get regularly tested. But don't think that that negative test is going to excuse you from you know, doing what you want to and wearing, not wearing a mask and things like that. So I just really wanted to say that.
2: Um, So I just actually want to mention, as Ajanti was saying that, you know, just because you test positive, you test negative one day doesn't mean that you don't have the virus. And unfortunately, like, maybe five months ago, I did have somewhat of a scare. I was around somebody who had tested positive for coronavirus, so obviously I needed to take the necessary precautions. So um, I found a clinic where they were doing rapid testing. I went, I let him know, you know, because you have to fill out all this paperwork. He talked to me, I let him know, like, it maybe was like, I had been in contact with this person like 24 hours ago, and he was like, oh, no, 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 honey, you need to wait two days. And come back and then we'll test you, but you can go ahead and pay for it right now. He was basically like, just because you test negative on a Monday doesn't mean on Wednesday you won't test positive. You know, so even these rapid testing before rapid testing before going into parties is really not effective. Because if somebody already has this virus present in their body, they're gonna spread it. Okay. It's just it's facts. I'm sorry, that is facts. Like, go ahead. Look it up. Do your due diligence. That's not my opinion. That's actual facts stated by the CDC. So, you know, and homeboy at the clinic.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's interesting. that like, People really think they can beat science or, like, you know, just win against it. But no, come on. Like, it doesn't, doesn't take a long time to do a little research to, you know, kind of get tested the right way. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think we can go on and on about this, but we'll probably start to like, you know, uh, close this one out. But um, but yeah, on that note, like, just don't do dumb shit. We're still in a pandemic, like, you know, yeah. it, it, like it's, mm-hmm. I know it sucks to not be with friends, to not go and party, to not feel that music or whatever it is that you miss. But at the end of the day, like, it could be so much worse. Like, just be happy, you're alive and healthy, and be very respectful of everyone else's health. That's it. It's really not really not that difficult um but yeah uh just let us know though if uh with as far as like the timing on this like would you want us to talk a bit more as an hour fine do you find maybe a podcast that is a little shorter better just please like give us a feedback we're open to all of it all right
2: cabrones, now that you know our take on covid i just want to go ahead and sign out and let you know please stay safe wear a mask and still social distance do your due diligence be a good human all right, and just to let you know, please, we're open to any feedback, const- constructive criticism, um, topic ideas, whatever you guys want from us. Let us know. And this is Ava signing out.
0: All right, sources. Todo lo tiempo que tenemos ahora, okay? Um, that's all the time we have for today. In case you know you're not bilingual, I'm barely bilingual, but. um, Next week, we will be talking about Catholicism, all right? Cabronas y Catholicism. Today was Cabronas y COVID. So next week, we're going to be talking about that. But most importantly, also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Cabronas y Café. Um, uh, Actually, no, just Cabronas y Café on Instagram. And um, I'm just going to plug myself really quick. I do have a small business, Chiquita Lashes. Also follow me on Instagram. And yeah, I mean, thank you for taking the time and listening to our cafe for the day. We hope you guys have a good one and tune in to next Monday where we will be talking about our next topic. So we'll see you guys in the next one.